Welcome to M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey. This is a testimony tea party in which all the tea I serve is self-made. The ingredients are raw, unfiltered, and saturated with truth and inspiration. There are fun flavors like turning 40, meeting God, weight loss, family matters, midlife money, and so much more. There's a lot of tea for everyone. So grab a mug, let's sip, and chat. Welcome to episode 9 of M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey, and I am M.T. Stevenson. This is part 2 of a three-part series called Midlife, and this episode is entitled Midlife Health. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in with me once again. If you are new, welcome. If you're not so new, welcome back. So we are going to sip and chat about our health today. As the New Year's just came in, I have decided to make health a top priority in my life. As we all have done, I'm sure we made New Year's resolutions to lose weight and get healthier and do a whole lot of other things. I personally made absolutions to reach my goals, but health had to be a top priority. Why health and why now? Because I am over 40 and there are so many things to adjust to once you get this age. Now, health should be important to everybody. I'm sure it is. But when you're 40, there are so many things that you have to adjust to. And there's so many things that you have to keep in your mindset in order to move along with your life. For example, when you become 40 or midlife, you are automatically high risk for a lot of diseases and ailments such as diabetes, heart failures, cancers. And a lot of those things are attributed to our stress and our nutrition or lack thereof. You also physically lose muscle mass. Every year for a man over 40, they will lose about 2 to 5% of their muscle mass per year. And for women is about 1 to 3%, at least according to Google statistics. That is all scary to think of. And I know a lot of you are thinking, well, MT, didn't you say life really begins at 40? And yeah, it does. Because now you have to adjust to a new way of living because your body wasn't going to do what it did when it was 20-something. So now you have to readjust and you have to re-examine the way you do and live your life. Now, there are some things that we can do to change this or to at least slow down the process, but we're going to get to that in a minute. So yeah, you are at a higher risk for a lot of ailments. And you do lose muscle mass. And for some of us, we go through menopause or with men, andropause. Now, I personally am premenopausal as of this date. And I'm only 40. And there are changes going on with me right now. I mean, my period is all over the place. My estrogen is all over the place. Sometimes my emotions are all over the place. All of which I can control and cannot control at the same time. I know it sounds crazy. I'm even growing hair in places I didn't think I would grow hair. I'm like, on my chin, on my back, what's going on there? That's not cute. But it is a part of life. And I'm actually happy that I'm able to experience a lot of these things because that means that you're living. So I can't knock living. It's just adjustment. I don't want to think of it as a hardship as more of it is just an adjustment. Being 40 and your health is sort of like living in a home. You have structure, you have a foundation, but when you've lived in a home for so long, 
you're going to have to upkeep it. So yes, you're going to have to pay some walls. You're going to have to strip some floors. You're going to have to call in a plumber and replace some piping. You may have to call in an electrician and replace some lights. Some of us have to take the home, gut it out, and start all over again. And that's what being this age is sort of like, health-wise. You even have to look at your eyes and your teeth. Yes, those age too. Isn't that something? And there is a lot that can be said about your eyes. There is, They do say that the eyes are the windows to the soul. And they're also the windows to your internal organs. They can tell a lot by the whites of your eyes what's going on with you internally. And your teeth. When you go get your teeth checked out, they can look right in your gums and tell you that what's going on in your body. So yeah, a lot of things do change when you get this age and you have to adjust accordingly. Even now, I know that I am starting to exhibit a few aches and pains. I wake up and my back, my back sometimes want to go snap, crackle, and pop. And my knees want to pop, lock, and drop it whether I want them to or not. That's just a part of it. And thank goodness it's not what you call painful. It's just a little uncomfortable at times, but mostly it's just a nuisance. I think my body is playing tricks on me and just letting me know that I'm 40 and don't want me to forget it. So that's how it feels at times. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And my mind does play tricks on me because it makes me think that I can still do stuff. Like um, stay up all night. Can't do that. Oh no, I need my naps. Naps are good. You know what? Older people got their finger on the post when it comes to napping, as does kindergartners. I see why a lot of daycare teachers put their kids to sleep in the middle of the day. Because so much is going on with your body. Your cells are being rejuvenated. Your stress is becoming uh, less. A lot of things are going on within your body and it just needs to recharge. So naps are good. So there's just a lot of adjustments to be made. Even shoes. I have to change the way I wear my shoes sometimes. Can't wear the heels like I used to wear them. Well, I can, but not for as long as I did. I used to live in heels. Now, mm, not so much. And it's all because I want to keep my feet healthy. Because at this age, arches fall. And Achilles heels hurt. And you do have to adjust the way you wear your shoes. You have to adjust the way you eat. You have to adjust a lot of things just to combat better health. Even your mind. You have to reconfigurate your mind sometimes. Sometimes we have to go to therapy. Sometimes we have to meditate. A lot of the time, every day you should be praying. Even if you don't believe, you ought to at least wash the mind. So there's just a lot of adjustments that have to be made when you are this age. Even your skin routine. Your skin routine, you know, the outer part of your body is just as important as the inner parts of your body. So yeah, your epidermis, you lose elasticity there. Some of us get wrinkles, some things sag. And yes, you have to keep up your outer body as well. I mean, putting on lotion, put uh, making sure it's clean, making sure your body is healthy. A lot of things you have to change that way too, because I'm not sure about all of you, but I dry out. I dry out like a desert. Like I've had the oiliest skin in the world for as long as I could remember. And now I just dry out. I mean, we talking Sahara Desert over here. And I'm thinking, my goodness, 40 can kick your butt sometimes. It really can. But that just means that you have to reconfigurate, readjust, and well, reorganize and redecorate that home that you love so much. 
And that's what I intend to do for this new year and beyond. I just want to redecorate. That's it. So with all of these health issues and this pandemic out there doing the food, what can we do to not overcome aging, but kind of slow down the process and make the transition a little bit easier? Well, for one, you could go see your doctors. Yeah, visit the doctors. Now, I know, especially at this age, we do not like to see the doctors. We're thinking, oh, that's just a lot of waste of time. They just want your money through the insurance. They want to just give you all kind of pills and send you on your way. They really don't care. That's not the case at all. There's a lot of good doctors, a lot of fantastic doctors that do want to make sure that you are at your healthiest. I mean, you do want to go ahead and get those numbers checked out. So you want to know what your blood is doing. You want to know what your organs are doing. You want to know how your brain is functioning. You want to know if you're breathing properly. And a lot of these things the doctors can tell you because you just don't know. You're thinking you're walking around healthy as a horse, fit as a fiddle, and you breaking down like an old mule. So go to the doctors and make sure that you are looking at these numbers. Annual physicals are extremely important because they give you a timeline and some statistics on what your body is doing internally so that you can change them externally. Yeah. So you really want to be cognizant of the numbers so that you can live better. Health is very important and not just your physical doctors either. I mean, yes, that's a big important part, but you also want to go see the gynecologist, ladies, especially at this age, your JJ is doing one or two things. I'm sure it's either drying out like the Sahara Desert or it got more water than the Nile River. Now, I don't know which one is you, but you do want to go ahead and get that checked out because ovarian cancers, vaginal cancers, those are very serious conditions that can, in fact, be prevented. So you do want to go see a gynecologist, let them get all up in through there so they can see what exactly is going on. You don't want to get this kind of cancer and then you don't know about it. And I encourage you, especially ladies, if it smells funny, if it feels funny, if it looks funny, if it's just funny all the way around, go get it checked out. Don't necessarily go to WebMD or go to YouTube and try to diagnose yourself. No, go to the doctor. You have worked really hard in your careers and saved your money. And I'm sure you got insurance. So use it. Go to the doctor and let them tell you what's going on. And they can also tell you how to fix it. Gentlemen, same thing. Go and get your situation situated. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what happens to men glands. But I'm sure there are some glands that are hanging. I'm sure they're doing stuff that are not to be doing. And I'm sure performance could be subjective or non-subjective. I'm sure that it looks a little differently. I'm sure the stamina is not quite there. I'm sure your testosterone is all over the place as well as your hormones. So please go get checked out. Now you gentlemen, I know y'all really hate going to the doctor to see your situation get situated. And they break out that big long Q-tip and start jamming it up things that you ain't think it should be. But it is very important for you to do that testicular cancers, prostate cancers. That is no joke, especially for you gentlemen over the age of 40. This is why doctors encourage you all to go ahead and get prostate screenings 
because that's really important. All of these things can, in fact, be silent killers that you're laying dormant on out of fear. When you can go to the doctor, let them run the numbers to you, let them check out your blood and glands and whatnot, so they so that you will know. Don't you want to fix it? you rather know than not know. At least I know I would. So I'm encouraging you, brothers and sisters, let the doctors check you out. And not just your physical doctors, your mental doctors. If there are problems in your mind that is causing physical problems like headaches or stress or visions that are skew, then go see a therapist, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a counselor. Go ahead. And if there are problems in there, fix it. Fix it. Because your brain is the epicenter for everything else. And you don't want your brain askew. So go ahead and get that fixed. Find out what those underlying issues are. If you having childhood traumas, if you having everyday stress, and if you can't handle it on your own, which, of course, you probably shouldn't, then go to a professional and think of a course of action to eradicate that so that you can live your life in better health. You owe it to your mind. You owe it to your body. Your life is a gift from God. Don't waste it. Let professionals see about it. Even if it's down to your eye exam and your tooth exams. I mean, get your teeth clean. Get those checked out. You know, at the age of 40, your gums slightly recede, which means that your teeth are more exposed to sensitivity and diseases and all underlying things that can attribute to your heart or your brain or whatever. So yeah, going to the dentist is important. And I know the dentist is extremely expensive. Oh, I get it. I mean, I cry a little bit every time I go because that copay, ooh, but it's necessary because I don't want my teeth to be out of my head by the time I'm 70. And I would like to see 70. But yeah, go get your teeth checked out. At least a cleaning and a screening. And then maybe you and the dentist or whoever your providers are could think of a course of action to fix if there are any problems. Or to just keep what you got. Because you're going to need your teeth. You just are. As well as your eyes. Now, your eyes can be the windows to your soul. But your eyes are also the windows to your internal organs. Now, when you do go to an optometrist, they can tell you a lot about your body just based on the whites or other colors of your eyes. And it's very important to go see it. I had to learn this the hard way. Two years ago, when I wasn't quite 40, I had contracted the pink eye and the job sent me home. Well, they sent me to employee health because they had to make sure it wasn't pink eye so they can tell everyone else that might have been in my path. Pink eye is contagious, and I haven't had it since I was a kid. So I'm thinking that it was just allergies, and I'll go home and pop a couple of Benadryls and be done with it. But they was like, no, go to the clinic that we send you and see what's going on with your eyes. We just want to make sure that it is something as minute as a pink eye and nothing more serious. So I said, okay. So I went. And they gave me the pink eye stuff because it was indeed pink eye. And they said it was just a little irritation and it will be gone within two days if I take the medicine. And I said, okay, fine. Just a few drops a day and back to work you go in two days. And I was fine with that. But when they look at your eyes, they also check for vision and such. Just slight things. And they gave me a pamphlet to read. 
and I was holding the pamphlet and I put it far back from my face and I'm reading the pamphlet and I'm thinking I can see just fine. And they're looking at me saying, what are you doing? Why are you holding that paper way back like Fred Sanford? And I said, well, what? Everybody reads this way. You got to look this way to, they were looking at me and doctor said, MT, no, no one should be able to hold the paper back just to see. I think you need to go see an eye doctor. Now, I admit at this point, it's been a long time since I've been to an optometrist. And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't want to waste a whole lot of money. And I can see just fine. I've been seeing all this fine for 38 years at this point. They were like, "Uh uh-huh, go. So I made an appointment. And off I went. And I went and they did all the diagnostic tests. They blow that that, uh, air thing in your eye and... You know what, brothers and sisters, I hate stuff in my eyes. I'm just like Jennifer Aniston's character on Friends. Remember when she had the eye, uh, something was going on with her eye and they made her take the the drops and she was just moving all around and she couldn't do it. I am the exact same way when it comes to my eyes and my ears. I don't like nothing going in there. It's just weird. It's just, I can't take it. And they blow that air into your eye and it feels like your eyeball is about to hit the floor. And I hate it so much. But after all of these tests and such, I'm thinking, okay, well, thanks for that. Toodaloo. And they're like, wait a minute, MT, hold up. Your eyes are getting old. Well, yeah, I'm getting older. Of course, eyes going to get up. No, you have a condition, and I can't even pronounce it, but you have a condition in which your eyes are getting older, so it is making your vision askew. So I walked in there with perfect vision, and I came out with, old eyes, astigmatism, and farsightedness, which I need bifocals for. What? I'm practically blind. Oh my goodness. I'm about to go blind in two years and then I'm going to have to go tap, tap, tap. And I am not making fun of anyone who is vision impaired. Absolutely not. But I was just dramatic about it because it was a shock to my ears that my eyes have been straining trying to see for so long and it never dawned on me that my eyes could be getting old and I have astigmatism which means that you cannot see as sharply as you should so I do have perfect vision it's just askew and farsightedness and my farsightedness is like my eyes don't reflect enough light which makes my vision somewhat farsightedness and is at the top of the eyes are doing something and the bottom of the eyes are doing something else, which is why I have to wear bifocal and I could never wear contacts. So I'm walking in there thinking I have good vision and I come out of there practically blind. So I thought, but they say, if you wear your prescription glasses, it can kind of correct your vision. And I'm like, really? And sure enough, a year later, I go for an eye exam and they lower my prescription because I was wearing my glasses faithfully. And they're saying that, my eyes are being corrected slowly. And I'm thinking, if all of my eyes were doing all of that, there's no telling what my body's doing. So this is why I stress better health to go get the go to the doctor and get checked out and everything else. Because you really want to know what's going on with your body. You may have underlying issues that you don't know about that could be detrimental later. And you do not want that for yourself. So the question, of course, what can we do? To make sure that we are in better health. What can we as humans on this earth do for that? Well, as I mentioned, go to the doctors. Go see your doctor. 
I mean, make sure that those numbers are looking the way they look at. And if you don't know what they're talking about, ask those questions. Let them explain it to you because this is very, very important. Go to the eye doctor. Go to the dentist. Go get your, your JJ and your situations checked out because all of these things can prevent you from going into better health. And you don't want to drop or succumb over something that you could have controlled. So, yes, it's very important to go see those doctors, those annual visits, those checkups. Those are very important. And besides, you the one that want to have control over your body. You don't want pills or injections or shots or what have you control it. You want that control. Now, understand that a lot of us are not healthy at this point. But you, if you do what the doctor tells you to do and take the medications, some of these things could be eradicated. I'm going to give you an example. My husband. And baby, if you are offended, I'm so sorry. But I had to tell this story because I want everyone to know how important your health can be. Um, my husband has high blood pressure, um, hypertension, high blood pressure. And he was diagnosed with that when he was 37, I believe, or something like that. He was feeling really bad. I mean, he has been... A, a, a pillar of physical strength for a long time. He was an athlete when he was younger. He walked around a lot. He do everything physically. And that was just wear and tear on his body because he was moving at the speed of an athlete, even at the age of 37. But it started to come down on him and he was starting to feel bad and he didn't understand why. So we went to the doctor and yes, he had some underlying issues, but the main one was in fact high blood pressure. And the doctor told him he had to take three different medications, one to bring it down, one to make sustain it, and the other one to do something else. And it almost devastated him. But he listened to what the doctors told him. He um, took the medications. He changed the way he ate. He did things on his own that he could control along with the doctor's recommendations. And now today at 41, instead of those three medications, he, I think he only takes one now. And he has more energy than an average 20-year-old. So, yeah, you really want to listen to the doctor's recommendations because it only could better you in the end. And because of everything he went through, it makes me strive to stay healthy because I want to be along there with him. I mean, somebody got to live to be 100 to give him some stress later on. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's going to be me, of course. So, yeah, we both got to live to be 100. We want to be that couple that's on the news a hundred years old, holding our hairs up, our heads up with my bad unit. Times I'm happy birthday. I want to be one of those couples. We, me and him both. And that's the goal. So yeah, go to the doctors. Let them tell you. Even if it's a mental issue, go to a therapist and get it sorted. Dentists, eye doctors, they can tell you a lot about you. And a lot of this stuff is preventative. So please go to the doctors and let the doctors tell you what's going on. Other things that we can do for better health and uh, for better health for the new year and beyond. Nutrition, please eat a little better than what you're doing. A lot of my issues, even my mental issues, my stress issues, attributed to my nutrition. I was eating horrible. I was eating exactly what I wanted to eat and made excuses about it. And then when the doctor told me that I had pre-diabetes and I was borderline this and borderline that cholesterol was this high blood pressure was that I had to change the way I eat and there are foods that could keep medicines away I mean you up on your fiber up on your calcium 
up on your protein, especially since we are all losing muscle mass as we get older. Up on all of these things. I mean, you can eat spinach. You can eat broccoli. They got great vegetarian dishes out there. They, You can do so much with chicken, so much with salmon, so much with uh, lean beefs, even some porks, I'm sure. You know, watch what you eat. Berries. Berries have a whole lot in them. They got a lot of antioxidants. They got a lot of nutrition. They got all those vitamins, A, B, C, D, X, Y, Zs. They got so much going on in them. And all of these things that you intake are good for your body. So let your esophagus and your heart thank you for what you're doing for it. And start with your nutrition. I mean, eat a few fruits. Eat a few vegetables. Up on that protein. Make sure that what you are eating is consistent. Drink a lot more water. Drink that green tea with organic honey because that has a lot of cathogens and such in it. Water, of course, is life. It literally is. So and take all of these things and make it a consistent thing so that you can live a whole lot longer. You know, I even think that pineapples can eradicate pain. Now, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure if that's an exact thing, but I know that for every time I'm eating pineapples, my back and my knees hurt a lot less because I think pineapples have some inflammatory uh, components into it in which your your joints don't hurt as bad. So I'm no expert. I'm no doctor. You can look that up for yourselves, but I know for me, when I eat pineapples, they make my joints feel a lot better and it make the JJ smell a lot better too. So, yeah, you might want to eat a few pineapples. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. You know, a cup of spinach keep your prostate at bay, gentlemen. So, please, you know, fiber. You want to put good stuff in so it can come out clean so that the rest of your body can function properly. So, yeah, eat a little better. It wouldn't kill you. It'll make you live longer, actually. So, yeah, do that. I mean, you don't want to risk bad health or being on some hospital slab. Because you couldn't stay away from the chicken tenders and, and the uh, flaming Hot Cheetos, do you? No. Give your esophagus a break. Give yourself a break. And eat something healthy. I, I like to say, put something green on your plate with everything that you eat. And you have a better chance of living at better health. So yeah, go to your doctors. Eat a little better. Also, move your body. Now... I'm not saying to try out for the triathlon. That is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying spend 100 million hours at the gym. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying move your body. When you are 40 and above, your body slows down. Metabolism slows down naturally. So you you want to keep it going. And while your muscle mass is depleting, you want to make lift a weight or two to build the muscle mass that you have left so that when it does deplete, you still have something to work with. I mean, you want to protect your organs, you want to protect your bones, and you want to be able to move. I want to be able to touch my toes until I'm 90 if possible. And moving helps that, especially for a lot of us who work a job in which we sit at a desk a lot or we sit down a lot. They got little machines that you could pedal with underneath your desk they got chairs that swivel so you're at least moving your hips and you might get a snatch uh waistline by the summertime you don't know but moving your body because if you don't use it you will lose it and not in a good way so move your body make yourself stronger for the life that you got ahead of you because i am trying to go surfing in maui by the time i'm 65 i'm trying so I want you all to come to Maui with me, okay? So move your body. You know, just even if you just get up and stretch, 
even if you just move to and fro 5, 10, 20 minutes, you can go on YouTube, uh, get yourself a buddy, do a slight light workout. They have workouts for all ages that you can do right for free in your home just so it could get you active and moving. Movement is life. If you live in somewhere that's hot, unlike Chicago right now, then great. Take advantage of that sun and walk around the block. Breathe that fresh air. Get that body moving. Let that heart pump because that's what it wants to do. Let your heart flow because that's what it wants to do. Let your brain get oxygen because that's what it needs. And all of those things can, in fact, happen on a regular basis towards healthy if you move your body. So please, I encourage you, get up and move. It won't kill you. Again, it'll make you live longer. And then after you've done all this moving and got your nutrition and went to see the doctor and let them tell you what's going on, make sure you find time to rest. And not just sleep, rest. I mean, you do want to relax your body, especially if you are moving and shaking and grooving and building up your careers and, and all of that stuff. You want to rest because your brain needs it. Now, everything can't do everything all the time, all day long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The good Lord had even rested on the seventh day once he was creating the earth. So what makes you think that you don't need to rest? And sleep. Sleep is a great component for better health. I mean, you have cells that are building up in your body as you're, as you're sleeping. You get things that are digesting. You get cells that are rebuilding. You get everything else that's oxidating. And all of that stuff is for better health. So, yes, I encourage you to get some sleep. Naps are indeed good. Older people had their finger on the post when it comes to napping, as does kindergarten children. So, yes, you're going to need your sleep and you're going to need time to rest. And when I mean rest, I don't mean just sit there getting lost in the sauce. No, I'm saying meditate, maybe a prayer, which should be first and foremost. Yeah, meditate, prayer, light some candles, take a nice bath, you know, soak perhaps. There's a lot of ways to exercise. Some people uh, chant, some people take do yoga, some people, you know, does just sit there getting lost in the sauce. But, I mean, rest and sleep is just important as everything else. So, for this new year and beyond, I want all of my brothers and sisters of all ages to get healthy. Because there's an everlasting life that we got to get to, y'all. But we don't have to be in a hurry to get there. So, let's enjoy the life that we have right now, right here on Earth. And, and extend that for as long as possible. So, yeah, eat better. Live better. Move more. See those doctors. Get those eyes checked out. Get everything else checked out. So, brothers and sisters, thank you so much for tuning in to M.T. Stevenson's Organic Honey. We have new episodes every Tuesday and every Friday. You can find them on Spotify and Anchor. There is also an email address I have. So, if you ever want to write me a message or you all have topics that you want me to cover, go to MTS dot organic honey at gmail.com and i want to hear from you so holler back at your girl and until next time we meet together stay blessed <laughs>